Good morning, folks. Language and discourse are more important than vocabulary. Vocabulary is knowledge of words. So if you say Chuck D's stentorian cadence commands his audience's attention, you would probably be regarded as having a large vocabulary. Now, language is the means by which we use words, numbers, and sounds to communicate. So if you instead say, Chuck D's loud, booming delivery commands his audience's attention, you have impressive language skills. You recognize that loud, booming may go over and reach more people than stentorian. Now, stentorian's fancy, but don't do fancy when, when simple works. Now, discourse is extended verbal expression in speech and writing. Skills of discourse get people elected to lots of offices. So if you instead said Denzel's smooth delivery captivates his audience, you, my friend, are skilled in discourse. You recognize that Denzel may reach more people than Chuck D. He may be a little more well-known, even though Chuck D is my man. You recognize that a smooth delivery captivating an audience might conjure a better image than a loud, booming delivery commanding an audience. But I digress. In similar fashion, numeracy, that's being able to communicate using numbers and number sentences, is more important than rote, repetitious memorization of calculations. Now, Talk to Me is a game show in the tradition of Taboo and Pictionary, both games that I love, that helps teams of contestants to build language, discourse, and numeracy skills. Now, it does so by providing correct answers formed from numbers, sentence, clues presented by a single teammate. Now, our newest arithmetic version of Talk To Me emphasizes mental math, good old-fashioned addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Here's an example of how it's played. A clue giver sees the number 80 and the operator X, which indicates multiplication, on their game card or game screen. They can then say or write 20 times 4. Now, if they do this and their teammates respond 80, then their team scores a point. Now, for whatever reason, their teammates do not enthusiastically respond 80, then the learning starts. Now, a skillful clue giver might then think on their feet and say, hmm, 80, 80, okay, 16 times 5. Crickets. All right, two times 40. They can use these as clues. They might also gently challenge their teammates to check their calculations. This is why the game's called Talk to Me. See, the clue giver has to effectively calculate and communicate. Gotta do both. Teams would take turns giving and guessing clues for anywhere from one to two minutes, 60 to 120 seconds per round. 
The game host and game commissioner would decide the actual length of each round as well as the number of rounds in a game. At the end of the game, the team that provides the most correct answers wins. And this approach generates a simple, portable game that can be quickly taught, set up, and played. This makes it perfect for in-classroom use as a review, enrichment, or reward tool. Even after a test, you can play something like this. It can also produce an entertaining game show where students and adults compete for real prizes. Now this ends my description of the what. Now let's talk a little bit about the why. Why did I develop Talk To Me? Well, I'll tell you a little story. Math is viewed by many of our communities as esoteric. There goes that vocabulary again. This is something that is only understood by a few. The conventional wisdom suggests that if you dislike and do not understand math, you are normal. Now, if you like and understand math, my friend, then you are strange. This is a mind game. It's a mind game as old as time itself. One where the advantaged and privileged among us even use their disadvantages to create more advantages. <laughs> but I digress. In school, students embark on a journey to learn to do math and then to learn what math does. For many, that journey is never completed. Because learning what math does requires comprehensive, intentional, skillful acquisition and use of language. Yes, learning math requires learning, developing, and using language. Now this language acquisition often does not occur because it is not deemed as important. Doing the math is what is deemed important because that's what's on the test. People think that language and vocabulary are synonymous. They're related. They're not the same. So students may have a random homework problem here, test problem there, that ask them to define the words from the sections and chapters. They respond with rote, memorized definitions from the textbook glossary, and then we check the box, designated that the standard has been met, and we move on. We've got many more rivers to cross. We sweep the deficits under the rug until education is reformed. Now the new sexy thing to say is rethought. Whatever. Then we waste lots of time arguing about who is most responsible for these deficits. And we then engage in agenda-driven studies that are often called data-driven ones so we can get them funded. But I digress. Let's get back to completing the journey to learn to do math, then to learn what math does. Now I'm investing my time, a lot of my time, in understanding and defining how to complete that journey 
so that every student goes as far as they would like to go. I developed the game Talk to Me to support this learning journey. Now, in summary, the game research and development was informed by my own personal learning journey, which ingrained some sobering and fundamental truths. The first, every subject has a language that is communicated through words, numbers, and or sounds. Second truth, subject teachers impart knowledge through both language and demonstration and assume that students are well-versed in both. That's not always the case, but that is the assumption. Math, science, and engineering courses require an unusual amount of demonstration, which often occurs at the expense of language acquisition. I ain't got time to tell you what I'm saying. I just got time to say it. You got to figure out what I'm saying. Truth number four. I perform well in the courses where I acquired and used both language and demonstration. And the final truth, I did not do well in courses where I was deficient in either or both language and demonstration. Let's talk about the challenges with the game. What have been the greatest challenges with Talk To Me? Well. In my world, the biggest challenges are also the biggest potential rewards. So challenge number one, let's call it competition. The thrill of victory can distract the human spirit and psyche. In particular, when students focus more on defeating each other than on defeating ignorance, arrogance, and deficits, things can go awry quickly. I address this in my dual roles in the game. See, I'm coach. I help students prepare for these tournaments, these Talk To Me tournaments, and as game show host. I facilitate the game in an entertaining and educating way. I'm teaching when they don't necessarily know or regard what I'm doing as, as teaching. Here's a simple example. In this new arithmetic version of Talk To Me, division problems are the most difficult by far, intentionally so. So if a student's card presents the number 85 and the operator for division, either the slash or the line with the two dots above and beyond, they might take the easy way out and just say 85 divided by one. Now this might lead to a right answer. It's kind of humorous when it doesn't. It's kind of putting that one on a T. 85 divided by 1, well, that's 85. That destroys the learning spirit of the game, like in time. Just kills the vibe. Now, the first time this happens during a game or practice, as coach or as host, I call it out in love, firm love, and then create a rule. See, I ain't mad at the creativity. I'm mad at the laziness. Let's work a little harder. Hmm? Here's the rule. For the rest of the game, using the number one will result in the loss of one point. Now, at that point, I may also go ahead and take away the number two. 
I may not penalize with a point, but hey, just don't use the numbers one or two. Make it a little harder for you. So anyway, the second challenge. I call this one the hidden figures challenge. All right? See, we live in a world that is obsessed with never appearing concerned with details and never looking dumb. You never show anybody that you don't know. I was told that once by, well, I digress. See, math is often dismissed as a detail that has been made obsolete by calculators, smartphones, Google, or employees whose reward for being too smart is to handle all the boss's details. I don't need to know how to calculate that. That's what I got you for. Watch out now. It is also dismissed as a detail because even well-regarded, well-spoken, intelligent folk can be real shaky with numbers. What better way to hide weakness than to pretend it does not exist or matter? Hello. For the record, my personal opinion is that all these notions and mindsets are silly, and I don't respect the ideas nor their practice. As silly as they are, though, I've had to mature and have learned to respect the power of conventional wisdom and crowd thinking. You might not like it, but it's there, and it's powerful because there is safety in numbers. Pun intended, folks, since we're talking about a game that stresses the skillful use of numbers. The majority rules, and the majority sometimes fools. As a man thinketh, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now changing thinking, hearts, and conversation See, that's best done by changing my thinking, heart, and conversation. Let the change begin and end with me. That is as much as I can control, but that is as much as I should control. Now, this can be initiated and sustained by fasting from opinions and feasting on empathy. Yep. I'm talking about so much more than math. Selah. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy playing.